0: back to bending the lights it's 11th august 2020 and i am back with some delicious tech news let's get started usb chat ban could cut global iphone shipments by 30% says analyst meng chiko has warned investors that the administration's decision to ban us companies from having business relationships with firms including wechat may have a significant impact on the app on apple sales worldwide In a research note seen by Apple Insider, Ku cautions that the ban means WeChat being removed from the App Store worldwide, if the ban solely meant its removal for the users in China. However, the mass popularity of WeChat there would mean a drop in iPhone sales by 30%. Since WeChat is very critical to the Chinese users, integrating communications, payments, e-commerce, social software, news reading, and productivity functions right? Ku. We believe that the move will tank iPhone shipments in the Chinese market. Secondly, WhatsApp iPad app awaiting proper multi device support, says Leaker. Thank God it's coming. It's more than a year since we first heard that an official iPad WhatsApp app was in the works, along with a Mac one also, but it has so far come to nothing. nothing. A new report today may explain this it is currently possible to use whatsapp for mac but it's not ideal the app can't be used on its own requiring a wireless connection to your phone all messages incoming and outgoing are relayed through your iphone the situation is even worse on the ipad there is no official app of whatsapp on the ipad requiring us to use third-party ones which perform the same relaying trick via a web page api i use messaging for ipad on ipad for so whatsapp on ipad and the iphone app can only relay to one device at a time so you can't use it on your ipad and mac at the same time whatsapp is working on the possibility to use the same account on different devices actually they are testing the feature in order to work with four devices at the same time when the user wants to use whatsapp on a second device there is the need to copy the chat history in this case whatsapp always requires a Wi-Fi connection because it may use a larger amount of data on your plan when WhatsApp has safely copied the chat history to the second device, it will finally possible it will be finally possible to your to use your account from it. Note that any messages will be de- delivered to all your family devices, so chat history will always be synced across platforms. WhatsApp has also developed an iPad app that will be released after the activation of the feature, so you will be able to use WhatsApp on your iPhone and your iPad at the same time. Apple Watch is getting micro-LED. Wow, fascinating. A new industry report claims that Apple will first use a micro-LED display in the future Apple Watch as soon as 2023. Following previous reports that Apple Watch Series 6 might not have a micro-LED display, a new report backs up the idea that it will not. The chairman of Epistar says that Apple will move to the displays, but suggest that it won't be until a series 9 or series 10. That's really far away. According to Digitimes, Epistar's Lee, B- Lee Bing Jai has said that there are some smartphone vendors showing interest in adopting micro LED displays. He reportedly said that the watch 300 by 300 pixels would require around 300,000 micro LEDs. Companies including Epistar had previously had difficulty producing these displays, but Ping says that the firm has now able to use what it is called mass transfer technology. To make a screen in one manufacturing process this ability means epistar is now moving towards achieving what digitimes refers to add reliable production capability the company estimates that it will be able to produce micro led watch display in between two to three years pixel 4 and pixel 4a are the first android smartphones to get XT certification the Pixel 4M was announced last Monday and still has over a week to go before becoming available. On the security front, it features a Titan M-chip and three years of update. Google today also revealed that a phone along with the Pixel 4 is the first standard device to get IOXT certification at launch. The Internet of Secure Things Alliance XT, is behind a security compliance assessment program for connected devices. Connected devices like smartphones, smart speakers, and lightings. It counts over 200 members and is meant to enable users, enterprises, regulators, and other stakeholders to understand the security in connected products, to drive better awareness towards how these products are protected, the security and privacy of the users. The core focus of IOXT is to set security standards that are being that bring security, upgradability, and transparency to the market and directly to the hands of consumers. This is accomplished by major, by assessing devices against a base set of requirements and relying on a public publicly available evidence. An IOH-T Android profile includes a number of factors with multiple grading levels one to four, biometric authentication strength, security update, frequency, length of security, support, lifetime commitment, blah blah blah. And that was it. Fourthly it's 50. Don't remember what I'm talking about here foldable e ink displays. Folding smartphones are slowly making their way into the mainstream. Could foldable e reader, readers be next? The e ink corporation, the company behind the digital paper tech, found in the majority of e readers is trying to make it happen. The firm's RD lab has, has been developing foldable e ink e-ink displays for a while, and its latest prototype clearly demonstrates the idea's potential. The video comes from goodereader.com and shows a foldable e-reader prototype developed by e-ink. An early version came out in June, but the latest hardware adds a sturdier hinge, five dedicated buttons down the right side of the device, and two light bars positioned at the top of the screen for illumination. There's also integrated Wacom technology for taking notes, making annotations, and highlighting passages with a stylus. The overall concept is intriguing as the with as folding smartphones, a foldable e-reader promises more screen real estate in the smaller package. There's also been pleasing familiarity of the folding format making the device more like a book or notepad. Add in the capacity to take notes and sync reading material and you'd have an extremely useful bit of a kit. But it seems that technology is not quite there yet. The bezels on this prototype are ginormous. The flip-up light bars are reminiscent of guys from 1990s, while note taking on e-readers generally constrained by low latency. Using e-readers to take note is certainly a growing market, but it's not yet a seamless enough experience to overtake old-fashioned pen and paper. Still, we'll be watching the development of this tech with interest. Now it's time for 10 Gigabit News. Tesla is going to make a smartwatch after the after its revealed FCC patent. The watch probably is for the keyless car entry. Timpuk joins the billionaire club as Apple's value climbed towards $2 trillion. Google Maps is coming back to the Apple Watch and now supports the CarPlay dashboard. Apple has been ranked 12th in the Fortune 500. Red Bush raises AAPL price target to industry-high $515. Google delays deprec- deprecation of Chrome apps on all platforms. Android 11 upgrades autofill fill password by using your keyboard already working with G Suite. Google Home 2.26 adds advanced networking settings from the Google Wi-Fi app. A OnePlus pulls inspiration from Samsung's One UI with Hydrogen OS Android 11 update. Some classic Hangouts messages are appearing in the Google chat for personal accounts. Gboard and auto-low lat- latin- auto latency mode for gaming coming to the Android TV. Open and lift, ordered by a Californian judge to classify drivers as employees. Minecraft Education Edition is now available in Chrome OS. Xbox Series S controller has been leaked. And Samsung releases Note 20, Note 20 Ultra, Galaxy Tab S7 and S7 Plus, Galaxy Buds Live, the A C ones and Galaxy Z Fold 2. That's it, now it's time for the songs of the day. First up, Curiosity by Nakajima Megumi. Secondly, Exile by Taylor Swift and Bon Ivor. Thirdly, Love is the Name by Sophia Carson. These are three of the songs that I really appreciate if you guys heard. Series of the week. These are the series that I recommend you guys to watch throughout the week. First up, Real Life. Where, you can, watch, where can you watch it? Crunchyroll. Secondly, Stranger Things on Netflix, Movies of the Day, Interstellar and Ready Player One. So that was it for today. I hope you guys liked it and it would be a really phenomenal help if you guys helped push forward my content by sharing my podcast. Well, that's it for today and come back tomorrow for more tech news. And as always, be cloudy and exploit the cloud. Peace.